0: The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Cause when you got the glow, that what you want to do. Oh. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow! The PF flat card for zero enrollment and just twenty four ninety nine a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See Club for details. I am so happy to be here today, Moxie, because I am not dead, nor was I dying a couple of days ago. Uh, although I was dying about a week and a half ago.
1: I am so happy to be here today because I just got back from the gym and I did die. Oh,
0: well then I'm talking to the yeah. ghost of Moxie's past.
1: You are, you are. I uh, This whole transparent thing is weird. It's like uh, I'm still as white as I was. Actually, you're, but... you're
0: slightly whiter.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I guess I'll just have to put on some of this lipstick to make it look a little bit better, huh?
0: Are you wearing lipstick right now? I am. Oh. Can you not tell? No, it just looks like your lips are moving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so before we jump into this week's episode and all the fun stuff we have planned, uh I owe you an apology. Oh, really? Yes, I'm Well, I'm, hit record. Jeez. I hit I hit record 55 seconds ago. So Well. And I'm not going to hit that's... record if I hit record again, then it's going to stop recording. Well, then keep going. All right. So, uh you know, I don't apologize very often. I have a very strict policy on what I allow myself to apologize about, um, and I'm here in our in our new studio space, and and Moxie is somewhere I don't know where, uh, she's far far away, uh, and as we were building out the space, I kept mentioning to her, "Hey, we need to upgrade our internet," which we still do, <laughs> um, but as I was having this conversation with her, she kept saying, "Well, I have a thing that you can plug into." And I kept saying, "Well, that's not going to make a difference because it's not an actual router. It's like it's just a, it's just a, a, a mesh." Uh, well, I plugged into it today. Uh huh. And. And I did the speed test. And the speed test before I plugged into it was I I want to say like, forty five down, eleven up. And which Mox doesn't know what this means, but basically. Uh, surfing the internet. That sounds,
1: is that football? I think that's football. Hike? Hike? 45 down, 11 up, set, hike. I think.
0: Anyway, so when I plugged in, I did a speed test and it went from 45 up or 45 down, 11 up to 125 up. And 11 oh, my down. gosh. And, and, and 11 down. So the uploads, or no, sorry, resp- rewind that. 100 and whatever I said, download speed, and 11 up. So hopefully this audio and video will sound great and everything will look good, but the uh, the upload speed still needs to be increased. But well. you were you were partially right, Moxie, and I apologize for, for not listening to you sooner.
1: Well, thank you for your apology, and I, while I have no idea what the internet is, or what it means, or how to work it or use it, I do have the knowledge of what you tell our guests every week, which is plug directly into something. So I really was just telling you to do what you tell other people to do.
0: Yeah, and, but here's the thing. I'm telling them to plug directly into the actual source. This is a, 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 basically a network repeater. Uh, so the upload speed didn't didn't change at all, which is what we need to change uh, in the the inside of our studio. So, but uh, again, like I said, uh, you were you were partially right, and I should listen to you more often, even though I probably won't.
1: You should. I agree with this philosophy, and I am going to use the fact that this is recorded against you.
0: That that's fine. You know what? I I say a lot of things on recording recordings now. I have hundreds of hours of myself <laughs> recorded, um, and hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours more uh, of myself on video, so I am not, that sounds really weird, by the way, a weird thing to say, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm admitting that I was partially wrong, uh, and so while we still need to talk to your mom about fixing the upload speed, we are at least in the right direction. Do you have anything to say to that? Can you hear me? You muted yourself. (laughs) Moxie is gone. And I did not kick her out this time. Okay, there you are. This is entertaining. This is the most entertaining that's ever happened to us. You muted yourself again. What the heck, bro? What is what is going on? <laughs> I'm keeping all of this. I, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Moxie? I can. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. I can hear you. This is hilarious. See, this is why I've told her time after time not to use her AirPods for this. For this very reason. Uh and I'm gonna actually I'm gonna put the screen on her completely because this is actually quite hilarious to see her freaking out. Now we see a natural Moxie Ann in an environment where she is not comfortable tech support is not I can hear strongest you now oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry this is the fault of your lover uh, uh, no. he called me no, no, no
0: no 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 don't you dare blame Brad for this
1: he called me and my airpods defaulted to the call and then it disconnected everything including my mic and my ears and the recording and then he and then I got it set up again and then he called again <laughs>
0: hey you know I, I'm just gonna say this right out right out of bat right off the bat here and I remember having a conversation with you not too long ago where I said I highly recommend you not to use your airpods and I like
1: you, using the airpods you
0: said what could possibly go wrong and I said I don't know they could be disconnected in the middle of a conversation you said that will never happen
1: in my defense, it would not have happened when I had an Air, Air, AirDroid? Android. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you upgraded your life. so I did. Um, no, what you need is a pair of EarPods, which are the wired Apple ones. Because they feel the same as the AirPods, without the Bluetooth connectivity portion of it. And uh, we'll never have this problem again.
1: Well... Can the fact that I got the internet thing right cancel out the fact that I got the AirPod thing wrong? Nope.
0: Darn it. Because you were half right about the internet. You weren't fully right. You were half right.
1: I was still right. Half right. Half right is still right. No,
0: no. no. Half right is also half wrong.
1: I didn't specify. I did not give you specifics as to what it would fix. I just said said it would be better. It
0: would fix everything.
1: No, I just said it would be better. You were.
0: You, oh, hey! By the way, I have a joke for you. What's Before the joke? Before we go into the tournament, I have a joke for you. Um, but uh, anyway, that's my that's my apology. Although I think uh, I think Moxie owes me an apology now for um, the AirPod fiasco.
1: Well, you always tell me to stop apologizing for things, so I'm not gonna do that for this.
0: Yeah, but that was actually something that you need to apologize for. No. All of a sudden, no. you get principles.
1: <laughs> well yeah that's a hard thing to do when you're homeschooled you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so my joke uh, what did Donald Trump say to Joe Biden what don't trip
1: oh my gosh
0: and we'll be back. the following is a podcast about life apparently
1: I can't not listen to music
0: friendship and tacos let me tell you this dropping a taco is a national emergency this is You're My Best Friend. Now here are your hosts, Moxie Ann and Ruben J. Welcome back to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And
1: I'm Moxie Ann.
0: And Moxie Ann, this week's episode is going to be a great one. I really have uh, high expectations for what we're going to discuss today. And I think, I think you're going to have fun. I think we're going to have fun. I think our listeners are going to have fun.
1: I agree. I'm really excited for this. And... Just, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen, but that's usually how these things go. So
0: let's do it. Well, I actually have less of an idea what's going to happen because we literally were like, oh, damn, my hospital stay is kind of completely screwed up, Sc- screwing, screwing up. It's completely screwed up uh, our production schedule. And so we had to throw something together at the last minute uh, to make this happen. And uh, I basically was at, like, I'm like, listen, I'm at dinner right now and then I'm hanging out with Brad after this so y'all need to you need to figure out how to how to fix this and get something planned uh, so all the responsibility was on Mox up with this week's episode this week's idea and all that fun stuff
1: yeah so we'll see what happens so we're gonna, I claim no responsibility I, at all
0: I, but I put all the blame on her no
1: responsibility though
0: no responsibility but all the blame
1: you can't have blame without responsibility you
0: can't have responsibility without the blame
1: that's not true
0: Then I said exactly what you just said.
1: Why are you Michael Scott?
0: I'm not Michael Scott. If anything, if anything, I'm Jeff Winger. Who? Community. You need to get on on board, honey.
1: I'm not watching Community, and don't call me Shirley.
0: Uh, You are going to watch Community one of these days. And you you're, no. you're going to love it.
1: No. Didn't you Okay, didn't, no, I'm, you,
0: didn't you learn that I'm right when it comes to to sitcoms when I got you to watch Friends and I got you to watch New Girl? Didn't
1: you learn that I'm right when it comes to sitcoms when I got you to watch The Office?
0: You're not right about sitcoms. And
1: got- Hamilton isn't a sitcom, never mind. <laughs> 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 The Revolutionary War sitcom.
0: <laughs> you know what? I here, here's the thing, though. I would totally be down for a dramatization version of Hamilton, like, like a like a like a five season series of Hamilton.
1: Yes, I would be so down for that.
0: Yeah, and like every like you know, and take some time, you know, with the the formation of the Constitution and stuff. But anyway, we need to jump into something good. Go, go, go!
1: Alrighty, so this week's Something Good is an article from UPI.com uh, under Odd News, which is what I have enjoyed searching through to find our Something Good episodes. Uh, this article is entitled, $1,500 reward offered for safe return of Ronald McDonald statue. Mm. Yes, so the police, hold on, hold on, this is hold in on, Michigan. I'm going
0: to stop you there already. I know who has the Ronald McDonald statue. Who has it? The Hamburglar.
1: <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, they, they did a thorough investigation into the Hamburglar, and he had an alibi at the time.
0: Were you, were you expecting me to say the Hamburglar?
1: No. I was expecting you to say Donald Trump, actually. <laughs> 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 so, this is in Woodhaven, Michigan, and... Uh, This $1,500 reward is being offered for the safe return of one of the town's most popular residents. And it is, in fact, a Ronald McDonald statue. And it was seated on a bench behind the McDonald's in town. And it was taken at some point last Friday or early Saturday morning, so almost a week ago. And the bench was damaged in the theft. And the police's statement... They said, Ronald has been a big part of the Woodhaven community for many years and the Granada family is offering a $1,500 reward for his safe return. Police are asking anyone with information on the clown statue's whereabouts to contact the department. So, if you or anyone you know does not have an alibi for last Friday or Saturday night and we're in the Woodhaven, Michigan area... Please be sure to contact the local police department if you know anything about the missing statue.
0: I have so many questions. Okay, go. So question number one, uh, can I, I know it's a cash reward, but can I just get credit towards McDonald's?
1: I believe they would honor credit in McDonald's. Okay.
0: Can I also make sure that as part of that would be uh, that they actually fix their McFlurry machine?
1: Ooh, that's not going to fly.
0: Yikes. Okay, and if I'm able to help them recapture Ronald McDonald or repossess Ronald McDonald, will they give me a mini bobblehead version of Ronald McDonald as part of the prize?
1: I think I think something could be arranged.
0: All right. And then I would like at least one day of a hamburger being sold in my honor for helping them find Ronald McDonald safely. Is that is that something that you By- think would be possible?
1: By in your honor, do you mean you're going to get the proceeds or they're just just going to say your name?
0: Just named after me, like the McRubin or something.
1: Only in one location and you've got yourself a deal.
0: I will now search for Ronald McDonald for the rest of my (laughs) life. And when I find... (laughs) I actually have a Ronald McDonald statue that appeared in my house the other day uh, that I think... Wait,
1: wait, 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 when? When did it appear?
0: Sometime between Friday and today. <laughs> and i i think i can just i can just mail it to them right is that possible can i just mail it to them
1: you might want to go to ups i think they'll have the specs on something of that height weight and breadth Breath. breadth girth breadth
0: garth brooks breadth <laughs> Inter- this is really interesting <laughs> i'm actually kind of curious to see like okay, first of all d- doesn't McDonald's have like a million cameras like can't they just look at the camera to see who is there
1: I know, you'd think that they would be able to look. And also, how big is this statue? Like, how many people contributed to the theft of this thing?
0: Have they looked at the Burger King? Because this could be some sort of, like, campus, like, you know, campus uh, tomfoolery going on. Like, you know how, like, schools yeah. will steal the other school's mascots? Well, you don't know this because you were homeschooled. But the listeners know that. The Listeners will know that one of, like, the things you do in, like, cross-city rivalries is you steal the other team's mascot. Maybe this is, you know, you know what needs to happen. McDonald's needs to go steal the Burger King crown off the Burger King <laughs> sign. It's it's you payback. Know, it's retribution.
1: I I don't. I actually I don't think it's Burger King. I think it's Jack in the Box.
0: Actually, you know who might... that who guy have,
1: did some time.
0: You know <laughs> who might have done it? Actually, I think I think this is more accurate. Arby's. Ooh. Actually, you know Arby's. what? No, 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 no. I take that back.
1: They have a. They have a beef with McDonald's. That was good and you know it.
0: <laughs> I got to give you credit for that one. No, no. <laughs> but here, you know what? Here's honestly what happened. Uh, Ronald McDonald probably took Wendy out on a date and never called her back. And so Wendy kidnapped him.
1: I don't think. She's... Actually, no. You know what? She's... Looking at that redhead, I think she's got the guts. That's what
0: I'm saying. She's a crazy redhead. Yeah. And she's got a guy named, a, a dad named Dave that would help her.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, and what city? What, what city is this? It is in Woodhaven, Michigan.
0: All right, we need to call Woodhaven PD, and we need to give them the tip that they need to look at Wendy's because that's okay. Wendy kidnapped Ronald McDonald.
1: With with the aid of Mister Back Alley prison gang stuff, Jack in the Box.
0: Yeah, I think. Or on, I think the Jack in the Crack. I think Jack and the Burger King are all in on it. Yep. This is a conspiracy, man.
1: It was an inside deal. It was... Inside... What?
0: Inside job. But no. Job. But no, that would mean that... What if somebody from Burger King, I mean McDonald's,
1: <gasps> somebody
0: from somebody from Wendy's got a job at the McDonald's so that way they can turn the cameras off so Wendy can come steal Ronald McDonald's. We cracked the it's case, Moxie Ann. my
1: job!
0: I cannot stand for this.
1: We- well, you're sitting. So that's good.
0: Touche. <laughs> All right. So, Moxie, you have uh, If you have any information, please contact the what is it? Woodhill? The the Wood Woodhaven Woodhaven Police Department immediately because um <laughs> we need to we need to find Mr. Ronald McDonald. Uh it, it's a travesty that he's been gone this long.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's going to last much longer, you guys.
0: Hey, the first 48 hours, man, are really important.
1: I just hope they didn't take him to a second location. <laughs>
0: All right, what are we <laughs> talking about this week, Mox?
1: So this week's episode is going to be a topical one. A and doozy! it is about... What? A doozy! It is a doozy! So our listeners have expressed they through actual feedback and also through just our numbers that they enjoy it when we talk about relationships um our topical episodes that have gone the best have all been about relationships like when we talked about one night stands when we talked about dating when we've talked about all these things those have done really well so today we are going to talk about the fact that dating is expensive like really really expensive if you spent any time dating as an adult you know that you're gonna spend like an average ruben what would you say like up to a hundred dollars on a date
0: um i mean yeah that's like a cheap date usually
1: yeah so i wanted to ask you ruben i wanted to ask you why do you think dating should be expensive let's play devil's advocate here for a
0: second why it should be expensive
1: yeah, but, well, okay, because the, I had a bunch of questions about this, because I am not, you know, I spent very little time, really, in the dating world, comparatively. And it seems to me that there should be reasons that dating is expensive.
0: Well, so here's the thing. I, I think that dating is expensive because uh, people allow themselves to make it expensive. I, I actually, I personally don't think it should be expensive, but we're going to go ahead and play devil's advocate here. Uh, I think that... Um, the guy is obviously trying to impress the girl, you know. And so, if you go to a fancy place and you do the all you can eat sushi, uh, and get like, you know, let her get as many drinks as she wants, and like, you know, the bill adds up really quickly, you know, you're trying to show that, hey, I got the money. I can, I can provide for you, you know, uh, you can have whatever you like, you know, in the words of, uh, (laughs) T.I., um, I don't know why I said it so weird. That was weird. That was a little weird. Um, (laughs) But I mean, that's that's the reason why I think that dating would be expensive is that you're trying to try to impress the girl or the partner that you're that you're the person that you're dating. Um, but I think it's stupid to spend a lot of money on dates.
1: Yeah. What are some of the best expensive dates? Do you think? Because I know you know dinner and drinks and that can really add up. But you've also got stuff like concerts, movies, outings, things like that. What? What's one expensive date you can think of that might be worth it?
0: You can go to gondola.com and book a <laughs> gondola cruise uh, in Newport Beach or in Irving, Texas. Um, that's always... And I think code BESTFRIEND10 will get you 10% off your, your booking. Um, yes. but uh, And we get absolutely no money from that. I don't know how we are agreeing to promote that um, and get nothing out of it, but but that's, that's part of the deal. But uh, honestly, I think that you know, I I've gone. Did I ever, did I ever talk about the date that I that I went on the concert date that I went on? And then did I ever tell you about that?
1: I don't think so. I want to hear though.
0: All right. So here's the deal. So um, I I go I go, I went to this I was going to this church for a while and actually I still kind of attended uh, on occasion. And um, you know, right after a couple of years outside of high school, this really cute girl. She's cute, but she wasn't like. She wasn't the type of girl that I'd be like, oh, my God, she is gorgeous, like, perfect 10, you know? She was a a beautiful girl, but she was more average, you know? Like, she was, you know, a a real girl, I should say, you know, where, you know, she's not, like, she wasn't, like, supermodel skinny or supermodel tall and, you know, didn't have the, you know, the features. As opposed to
1: a fake girl. As
0: opposed to girls who are more fake who are, you know, they tend to you know put on a lot of makeup and make themselves you know put on put the push-up bras on and make themselves look good you know um needless to say she wasn't the type of girl that like captured my attention right away um and all of a sudden she started coming around and you know uh i would see her and you know we'd be we'd be friendly or whatever and then finally one day you know i'm in the kitchen i'm cooking some food and uh you know she stops and she goes Hey, so I'm so-and-so, you know, what's your name? I'm like, oh, I'm Ruben. Nice to meet you. And, you know, how long have you been going to the church? Blah, blah, blah. We start talking. And I, you know, she walks away and I'm like, well, that was cool. That was interesting. You know, she's been around for a couple weeks and first time we actually had a conversation, you know, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And then the next week rolls around and she like went out of her way to come back and say hi, Uh, you know, because she was like supposed to be working on the other side of the building. She was volunteering. And she comes back and she goes, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, you're welcome back. And we're talking. And she's, she basically like made it like known that she kind of went out of her way to, she's like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to come over and say hi real quick. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, whatever. And she left and someone's like, hey, I think she might like you. And I'm like, ah, I don't think so. No one likes me. Uh, and, so, and so,
1: That was really sad.
0: <laughs> you're laughing because it's true.
1: I'm laughing because it was sad.
0: Anyway, so after, you know, after a couple of weeks of this, you know, it's kind of becoming clearer that she might kind of be interested in in being more than just, you know, friends Ooh. that you know, friends that talk on Wednesday night church group. And uh That is a specific
1: category of friendship. It's
0: a very specific category. Um friends
1: and, that talk on Wednesday night at church group.
0: Yeah, it's I mean Almost so specifically that I was almost during the same time frame too, you know, between five and nine. Um, but that might be a little too specific.
1: Working five to nine. That's the way it works,
0: right? Dollar in the jar. I haven't pushed that button in so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I don't, re- I don't remember how it came up in conversation, but I had bought two tickets to see Switchfoot like months in advance. And You know, if you know anything about me, I always buy two tickets to a concert and then find someone to go later. And so we were talking and I had mentioned to her that, uh, you know, I would bought I was going to go see Switchfoot in a couple of weeks. And she goes, oh, my God, I love Switchfoot. Like, I just, you know, know, starts talking about how she likes the music and how she's been a fan. And she saw them like years ago at Harvest Crusade or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm like, wait, brilliant idea. Why don't you come with me? So I asked her to go with me on this to this concert. And she's like, yeah. And so we exchange phone numbers, and then she texts me like out of the out of the blue during the week. And she's like, hey, so, um, I can go to the concert, but you have to come meet my dad first. Oh, and I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a date, but I kind of understand it. You know, we were eighteen, nineteen, like eighteen, nineteen, twenty around there, so I I understand that parents are still a little more protective of uh of the people in their you know, of the kids at that age still anyway. So I went and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, how about I come over this Saturday and then we can go to a different church, um, Saturday night. I'll come meet your dad and then we'll go to the church and then we'll go get some yogurt and I'll drop you off. All right, cool. Apparently that was a date. Um, <laughs> and I had no idea that it was a date until halfway through the date. Um, and so anyway, so a week later took her to the Switchfoot concert and let me tell you, I went all, let me rephrase this. I went all out <laughs> on this because at that point I realized that it was a date and I, I liked her. And so I bought her a t-shirt. I bought her a CD. I bought her a signed poster. And then I got us backstage afterwards and we met the whole band.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. And after the date, I was like, you know what? That was kind of a lot. Um, So I'm going to give her like a couple of days to process so everything, little. you know, like I don't want to like overwhelm her. Um, well, six months goes by, and I forgot to call her back.
1: Oh <gasps>
0: No! Yeah. I never called her.
1: Ever? Well,
0: ever. I haven't talked to her since.
1: She didn't ever show up at, at Bible study again?
0: Uh, No. That uh, was, was right at the time that she switched churches and went someplace else, and I don't know what had happened, and yeah, I, I, I stopped talking to her Uh, in that process.
1: Dude, you need to call her.
0: Oh, it, this has been like, this has been eight years at least.
1: It doesn't matter. It does matter. You need to call her. No,
0: I am not calling her.
1: You should say, hey, remember that Switchfoot concert the other night? And she'll be like, what? That was 10 years ago. And you'll be like, oh, the coma was that long?
0: The, the comma?
1: <laughs> coma? Coma.
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh, needless to say, that was an expensive date. Um... And it was probably with the woman I was supposed to marry, because I actually really did like her a lot. Uh, but I liked her so much that I didn't call her back.
1: And she never called you?
0: No, she was probably waiting for me to call her.
1: Dude.
0: I'd probably be Dude. married. Dude, we probably would have never met. I'd probably be married right now. I probably have like four What's kids. Name? I'm. I'm not. Nope. What's her name? Nope.
1: What's her name?
0: Not doing that on the air.
1: You got to tell me off air. No. No. Tell me.
0: Nope. Nope, not not going to happen. Not going to happen.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, okay. So we know concerts are a great expensive date. Um and personally, like my favorite expensive date is something out of the ordinary. I like doing different weird things honestly that's not an expensive date never mind my favorite expensive date is going to a nice dinner which is really boring I know but the dates that I really really like don't actually cost that much usually so that's the only defense I have in favor of expensive dates I feel like they're usually done like to impress people would you say that you wanted to impress her on that date
0: uh, I mean, the fact that I took her backstage to meet the entire band um, would, would show <laughs> Which, you. Which, by
1: the way, how did you get backstage?
0: Oh, I know people.
1: Who do you know?
0: I. You do realize I do interviews for a living, right? I make friends. Yes. With... It's the same way I got backstage at the Alter Bridge concert.
1: You got backstage at the Alter Bridge concert because Miles Kennedy took pity on you. The first time.
0: and you were there for that Uh, let's not not talk about that
1: so so expensive dates obviously they are normally done in order to impress somebody in order to uh make somebody want to go out with you again a lot of people say that like it takes a certain amount of time to stop impressing your your possible partners or new partners. So I looked up an article about the cost of dating from a website called simple.com. And, uh, it, they asked the question, they did a study and they said, uh, when do people stop trying to impress new partners with money? 37% of people say they have to go on at least five dates with the person before they stop trying to impress them. Yeah. Yikes. And, uh, 36% say it's not until the first time they have sex with someone. 35% say they need to have their first kiss with someone, which kind of seems like it should be the other way around, but, you know, it's so so same. And then 34% say they need to stop, they don't need to try to impress their partner by spending a ton of money anymore when once they're official. Like, once you've sealed the deal, basically, is what I'm getting from this.
0: You know, here's kind of the funny part about that, is I'm still traditional enough to think that, like, if you're if you're sleeping with somebody doesn't doesn't that make you kind of official i like, would think so yeah like i i, I know you and i are, are a lot more traditional to a certain degree i, I know i am at least or i you don't know you are much more traditional than i am in the fact that like you know marriage then the sexy time um but like i'm thinking to myself like i'm not gonna like i don't know i just don't think that you should be sleeping with somebody on the first couple of dates um at least like you should wait till you're official with them to like sex should be at least part of like the, the like sex should be the initiation to being official, you know, um, at the very least, if not the initiation after you're official, you know,
1: yeah, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, if I if if sex happens in a relationship for me, he's not getting away. <laughs> That's it. You're, you're kidding, done, dude. You're kidnapping him. <laughs> this is it. Yikes. <laughs> So obviously like expensive, not necessarily considered a good thing, especially in this context. Are there reasons that going on expensive dates might be good?
0: Um, I, I don't think so. I I mean, honestly, I, I don't, I don't really see the net positive behind it. Um, because if if honestly it feels like to me it's a waste of time and money but yeah yeah i i really don't know how to answer that other than i, I for me i don't think it makes that big of a difference i i think i don't think it's going to make a difference between spending $200 on dinner and versus spending you know maybe $50 on dinner and having a great time either way is going to make that big of a difference on whether or not they're going to come back yeah, I I think that's true. And I also think that the more expensive the dinner is, the more expectation is on how that night's supposed to end.
1: Yeah, like seriously. If, like if I'm going to
0: spend you know three hundred dollars on dinner, you know I'm going to want something, you know a little something something. <laughs> Dessert. I mean, you...
1: I know, I know when I went on I when I was single I went on a bunch of first dates that didn't turn, and I went on one you were second on, date. You were single.
0: What? When were you single?
1: Like two years ago.
0: I don't remember this.
1: (laughs) I went on one second date and that one, we went mini golfing. We walked around for a while and then we got dinner and I like as a girl, I felt pressured like to not, not that I felt pressured by him. I felt pressured by the situation and it really sucked because that was kind of the date that decided for me that I, that was not the person for me. And so I had to, instead of kissing him, I went away and said, sorry, this isn't going to happen again. But like, even just on a low key second date where we went mini golfing and and got ice cream and then Panera, like there's a lot of expectations and pressure in that. I can't imagine somebody spending $200 on me. I wouldn't know what to do.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like, I think the more expensive the date and the more, extravagant it is i feel like there's there's pressure there that doesn't need to be there especially in a in in a fresh um especially in the exploration date you know in the exploration time frame where you're just kind of trying to figure things out so um i honestly i personally don't think it's that big of a deal but also i i think there's a certain level of it also depends on how you met the person to begin with if it's somebody you've met at as an example at church and you've hung out with them a ton and you know maybe you've hung out with them in in a friend's setting um and you know maybe you've bought them lunch or dinner before as you know like just friends um you know i think that takes a little bit of the pressure off to where you don't have to go as far and as big to make a big gesture um where if you meet somebody like on tinder you know like you kind of have to like stand up and, and stand out from the crowd of other guys in her DMs. In the, yeah, the other person's true. DM. Girls have it so easy, though, because they just have to show up.
1: No, we do not have it so easy. Do you know all of the questions and the overthinking and the stress and the Do you have to pay fear? for the first date? You get to set the expectations.
0: But you don't have to fulfill them.
1: You are also the one who decides where we go on the date. You don't have to choose a $200 restaurant. You can go for coffee.
0: Yeah, but if you don't, what's the likelihood of getting that second date?
1: Well, my first date with Brad was coffee, and I'm marrying him.
0: Yeah, but y'all are different, and you knew that he (laughs) wasn't really working at the time, so it's different. It's different. He
1: He was working. Anyway, he wasn't working when I met him. Yeah, he was. Well, not when you met him. He like just quit right before then.
0: Oh, well, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And by the way, we we are marrying him, not just you.
1: Oh, really?
0: Brad and I had this whole conversation last night. We'll talk about it later.
1: So simple.com said that the average single person in the US spends $168.17 on dating every Holy month. Holy crap. That's oh, every, 17 oh, every cents month. Is every
0: important. month. Every month. That's not that's not bad. I thought it was like like on a like on a first date. I was like, "Jesus."
1: <laughs> um married couples spend more. They spend closer to $185 a month. And I feel like for married, like if you're married, I think expensive dates hold a little bit more weight once you're married if you have the budget for it, because then it's more of a, it's less of like trying to win someone over and more of a symbolic thing, like showing more basically of to like. Keep them. <laughs> what?
0: You're just trying to keep that person.
1: <laughs> well, you're trying to keep them, or you're trying to like, in a non weird way, you're trying to show them that like, hey, I value you enough that, you know, we're still locked in. I don't have to try and win you over. I don't have to try and keep you. But I still want to take you out for a nice dinner and drinks or a concert or something fun to do together. Because that like, I value you. And, you know, not that the amount of money you spend on a date is a reflective of the value that you put on the person, but. You know, it says something to a woman when you're willing to spend money on them, even though they know they already have you.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think once you're married, it's actually kind of important to do kind of fancier dates, um, especially if it's like. If it's before having kids and like after the kids are old enough to like move out, like mm-hmm. it's kind of important to keep that relationship kind of going. I also think it's important. I, I've learned. From other people, that's important to continue to date the person you're married to. Like you don't stop dating that person Ooh. just because you're married. The person, like you, still take them out. Like date nights need to be important. I think uh, Lori Bischoff, which by the way, shout out to Eric Bischoff. Uh, well, that's how really what we should, that should have been our something good. Uh um, you know, uh, just FYI, Eric Bischoff was a guest early on in the podcast. Uh, was recently announced to be he's going to be inducted in this year's WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, so Eric, congratulations, man! We really, really rooting for you, and that's that's awesome. But uh, Lori, his wife, was also on the show about a, a year ago, maybe. Uh And yeah. she said that wow. one of the things that kept their has kept their relationship going, and they've been married, I think, for thirty six years now, uh, is that they continued to have date nights, and Eric made it a priority for them to make sure that they continued to to go out on dates while they're married.
1: They have the best relationship. I love those two. Knowing that there are couples out there like that really gives me hope for my own marriage. I loved interviewing both of them. You wouldn't think that somebody I mean, personally, like, I'm not a fan of wrestling at all. That's not something that I'm into. I did not foresee the interview with Eric Bischoff. What?
0: It's a wrestling. Yes, that's yours. I know.
1: Yeah, that's yours. I had another one. I love how you raised the wrong hand up first. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) No, I mean, I didn't... When we had Eric on the show, I didn't foresee that being one of my favorite episodes. But honestly, he was one of the best guys to talk to. And his wife, Lori, was equally awesome. If you haven't listened to our interviews, either with Eric or with Lori Bischoff, you should definitely check those out because they were profound. Absolutely. They're both phenomenal people. Absolutely. So let's talk about... Uh, what I want to talk about more and what I prefer, because I am a cheap date girl. I love cheap, unique dates. I love expensive dates where we get to dress up fancy and order dessert. But Do you not order dessert on
0: normal dates?
1: No. You know what? I have never dated somebody who enjoyed ordering dessert at a restaurant.
0: I mean, I don't enjoy ordering dessert either, but like, on a date i probably would at least order something
1: i can't say i have been on too many dates where we went to like a nicer restaurant and then at the end when the waitress was like do you want dessert we said yes
0: Hmm. see i'm surprisingly i'm not really a dessert person in general
1: That does surprise me, considering your affinity
0: for cheesecake. Okay, hold on. Cheesecake isn't dessert, though. What is it? Life. Cheesecake is life.
1: (laughs) Also dessert.
0: You know, when when the Bible says that God breathed life into Adam, it was really cheesecake.
1: God did not breathe cheesecake into Adam. He would have died.
0: No, he wouldn't have. He came to life. Why do you think I come to life when cheesecake's around? You when, are a bizarre when, human being. Ruben. When Evan Essence is singing "Bring Me to Life," they're they're really saying "Bring Me to Cheesecake." <laughs> <laughs> wake me up, wake me up, and sh- I can't wake up. Wake me up and save me. Could you do me a favor? Yes.
1: Could could you could you go ahead and press that button?
0: Shut up. Dollar
1: in the jar. <laughs> so I want to talk about. What I love, which are cheap dates. I think that cheap dates are the best. I think there are so many options that you can come up with. I know so many cheap dates for you in the
0: future. What? I know so many cheap dates for you in the future.
1: Oh, tell me.
0: Oh, I mean, they're people.
1: What? Oh, I'm getting married.
0: That's what you think.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. Can I tell you about my favorite cheap date that we ever went on? Sure. Actually, it's a toss-up because there are a couple of them. My favorite one... So, I'm weird. I have always... As long as I wasn't scared of them, I have always wanted to go on a picnic in a cemetery. I'm surprised that I'm not getting a reaction from you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What?
0: I've known this for a while.
1: Yeah, so... I've wanted to do that for so long. Like since before I started ever seriously dating anyone, I've wanted to do this. Both of my exes knew about it. People who I didn't ever end up dating knew about it. Like people who wanted to take me on a date but didn't, want they knew about it. And uh, it, was, it was about midway through the year 2020 uh, when Brad and I were like about halfway through through our first year when we realized that we didn't date like we weren't I kind of had a existential crisis about this because we started dating in December of 2019 and the world shut down like three months after that and there was nothing like we couldn't go to dinner we couldn't go to a movie to this day we haven't seen a movie we couldn't go to concerts we couldn't go to anything indoors we couldn't go to anything pretty much And we didn't have any time because he was finishing his senior year. He was about to graduate. I was working two jobs doing a whole bunch of stuff. And we just never had any time and we were never in the same place. So about midway, I think June of last year, we both realized that we never went on any dates. Brad and And I went on
0: like nine dates (laughs) in that same time frame. Yeah. Time frame
1: no seriously it was disturbing and we were like i remember crying (laughs) about it and being really bothered by the fact that we never went out on dates and and feeling kind of like we were doing something wrong and we tried a couple of times and it failed and finally brad was like you know what i'm taking matters into my own hands we're going out this day and this is what i'm not telling you what we're doing we're just gonna go like get the day cleared we're gonna go and i was like okay and i was in Newport Beach. He, we started out the day by going to our favorite breakfast place, which, (laughs) uh, it's called, what is it called?
0: I have no idea. Apparently it's not that much of a. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's this little tiny breakfast place right off of Newport Boulevard in Newport Beach. Um, and it is like the cutest homestyle cafe. It's called Side Street Cafe. They, if you are ever in Newport Beach, you should go because they have the best food for really cheap. They literally, they have a breakfast combo called the cheapskate combo. They have four, four options for the cheapskate combo and we love it. And so we did that. Then we went home and I changed and we drove up to the Chino area and he knows that I love museums and he took me to the Chino Air Museum where they have oh, like, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. They have a whole bunch of old World War II aircraft, some of the, you know, the early airplanes, early like machine tanks and things like that. It's not what I was into, but it was really fun. Because I just, I love learning. I love museums. I love walking around and looking at new things and hearing stories. And that was also pretty cheap because it's an air museum in Chino. I mean, it was like nothing. And uh, then I had no idea where we were going after that. And he just started driving. And we went to stop for gas. Did you end up in Azusa? uh, We did not end up in Azusa, no. My favorite this is and this is going to sound weird and I think you know this too but I feel like our listeners are going to be grossed out. One of my favorite meals is a gas station tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, no. I Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just really good.
0: With or without so pickle?
1: We, with or without what?
0: Pickle.
1: Ew, no. No, it doesn't it doesn't have pickles in it.
0: That's a damn shame.
1: It I don't like pickles. You don't like pickles? No.
0: We're done. Ew. We're done.
1: <laughs> so, we stopped to get gas and we went inside and we were both kind of hungry and he was like, "Do you want anything?" and he found the sandwich that I like and he was like, D- "Here, let's get you this." And then we got some like little like Gatorade and soda and some chips and stuff. And then he just kept driving, and I was like, do you want to, you know, we can eat in the car? Where are we going? And he was like, oh, you know what? Just hang on to it. And we get to this place. It's right by the Crystal Cathedral in Southern California, and he pulls into this little cemetery. It's the
0: Christ Cathedral now?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm old school.
0: Still Still made out of crystal or whatever.
1: Yeah. He pulls into this little tiny cemetery right next to it, and we... He grabbed a blanket out of the trunk of his car and I was like, are you serious? Like, we're actually doing this? And he was like, yeah. And then we sat down and we ate our food in a cemetery and it was totally deserted. There was nobody there. And then the coolest thing happened. You know the song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game?
0: Take me out to the ball game. Take me out her hell. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I ever come back, cause it's root, root, root for the angels. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes you out of the old ball game. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so
1: we're eating there dollar uh, Also the dollar in the jar Yeah there you go We're eating there And we start walking around And he said uh, you know this isn't a big deal But there's actually somebody really cool buried here And I said who And he said the guy who wrote the lyrics To take me out to the ball game And then we walked around- me out to no, the no, ball No, No 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 Jake no. No Thank you.
0: Buy me some peanuts the and crap
1: entire cemetery until we found Jack Godfrey Knopf or Jack Norworth's headstone. And it actually has the lyrics to the whatever to the to the song, to the, that.
0: What song, <laughs> what song is it again?
1: I'm not telling you.
0: I need I need to know. What song is it?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, that was my favorite cheap date. And I feel like there are a lot of cheap dates that you can go on, like going to museums or going to local parks or going to on hikes or rock climbing or depending on, you know, how outdoorsy why would you, you wanna, are.
0: Why would you want to go on a hike or rock climbing as a date? I honestly, I don't. My, let, me this, let me tell you real quick. I don't want anyone to ever hear me breathing that heavily unless we are having sex. Like, Ew. I, I'm. That's, I, I, that, yeah, no, yep, nope. nope.
1: You Thanks. know, my, nope. My don't friend, like that. I, I didn't get it either. I went rock climbing for the first time this year, and I love it. And I didn't get it until my friend Carly, my best friend, she got married two years ago. Um, she told me that it, she and her husband Chris go rock climbing together. I wasn't invited together. to the wedding you are not friends with them. And also you refuse to call Chris by his Christian name.
0: I am friends with Carly. And not good enough. I don't know who Chris is. So
1: (laughs) she told me that rock climbing has been really good for their relationship because it allows them to exercise together. But the other thing about rock climbing is the person who stands at the bottom has to do something called belaying. And basically that's, you're keeping the person who's climbing secure so that if they fall, you'll actually catch them with the rope. And she said like for their trust, it's so good for them because they're constantly trusting each other. Like one is climbing and trusting the other one to catch them if they fall and vice versa. It's good exercise. It's a great bonding thing for them to do together. And it's awesome. And that's pretty cheap. Honestly, you do the cost of a a gym membership and that's your date. Um, you can go on a picnic or you can go like there are so many out of the ordinary things that i love like mini golfing is really fun bowling um trying out a cheap place or like trying out a cheap food place instead of going to a super expensive food place stuff like that do you ruben do you have a favorite cheap date
0: yeah her name was tiffany <laughs>
1: is that the girl that you took to the concert
0: no no that was an expensive date uh yeah i mean listen I, i think there's something to be said about just going and getting a cup of coffee and going for a walk or something you know like there's there there's so many things that you can do and i think honestly i think i think that's really the best way to do a first date is to do something inexpensive and meaningful and a place where you can really talk to the person and get to know them. And and move forward and make sure you call them (laughs) after the date if if you like them. Uh, Definitely, it could have been your wife and or husband.
1: You should still call her. I'm I'm going to figure out who this woman is.
0: No, I'm I'm not going to tell you.
1: And I will say, even if you're married, take that time because the the time that you invest is almost as important. Like the time that you that you spend planning it, that you invest in planning it is just about as important as the actual money that you invest in the date. Well, the time that you spend thinking about it, like Brad took the time to look up famous people who were buried in that cemetery. He knew that I wanted to go on a picnic in a, in a cemetery. He knew what my favorite food was. He knew what, you know, that I liked going to museums. He knew my favorite breakfast place. And he used all of that information and made it just the perfect day for me you don't necessarily have to spend as much money as you spend enough time to make the date special. And I think it's so easy for people to just cop out and spend $200 on an expensive date. I hate calling that easy because, you know, it's still $200, but uh, it's easy to just cop out.
0: Mox, I hate to break it to you, but we we lost you there for about a whole minute and a half.
1: Oh, well, that was a really good rant. So it's a good thing I'm recording on this end.
0: yeah, w- the video version and I will never know what happened at the fifty three to fifty five minute mark, but uh the audio version will have about two minutes of uh of content that the rest of us don't don't have. Um, I really don't know what happened there. That was really weird. Um, that was odd with that being said i uh I think the best way to wrap this topic up is by encouraging you all to a. If you're gonna date in a pandemic, be safe. Wear condoms. Um, and also Or just uh, don't have sex. <laughs> um but also more importantly, uh, you know, do whatever you feel is right. Like if you if you want to go all out on a date and you wanna spend a couple hundred bucks on a date, that that's your prerogative, that's your right. Um don't be an a-hole about it and don't have expectations uh, for things that may or may not happen with that particular person. Um, but also have fun. Like, like seriously, have some fun, you know, and and uh, do something exciting and something that you might one day tell your grandkids about, you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, have a whole sitcom dedicated about how you met their mother. <laughs> Great show, by the way. Worth a rewatch.
1: Don't, don't steal any blue colored instruments. Yeah. Just don't do it.
0: And don't don't be Barney or Ted. No. Really? No. Like don't don't I, both of them are are bad. The only one who's really good is Marshall and Lily.
1: <laughs> Marshall and Lily are good, but I have yeah. I have my uh my bone to pick with them too.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. We can talk about that some other time.
1: Some other time.
0: Some other time. But before we go, we have one last thought for you, Moxie. Take it away.
1: All right, so our one last thought for you
0: this week
1: is a quote coming from Mr. Rudyard Kipling. Who? And uh, Rudyard Kipling? Never heard of him. He was a... (laughs) He was a famous English journalist, uh, early 1900s era. But Ruben, I think you'll like this quote specifically. Uh, Our quote for this week from Mr. Rudyard Kipling is inspirational, timeless and really applies to today, never look backwards or you'll fall down the stairs. <laughs> and that's all I have to say on the matter.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, what, did Joe, what did Donald Trump tell, say to Joe Biden when he called him this week? What? See you next fall.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. The memes about this, I can't. Oh
0: oh listen 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 let me let me be real here let me be let me let me let me be real here for a quick second all right i don't care who the president is i don't want my president falling up or downstairs so uh joe i know you watch this every week please please, please take it easy one step at a time joe one step at a time Mo actually you know what Mox, you should give joe some advice on how to fall down some stairs
1: he already took my first bit of advice, which is don't fall on your head. Uh, second bit he also took, which is uh, when you fall down the stairs, wear pants.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: I would tell him if he does fall on his head next time, wear hair extensions because they'll kind of cushion the blow.
0: <laughs> I think those are called <laughs> plugs for men. Well, with that being said, uh, give a shout-out to our executive producer, Honorary. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, and we are going to give him a quick shout-out right now. Executive producer, Richard Sanchez, thank you so much for whoop, – whoop. Th- Thank you for subscribing to us over at DollarInTheJar.com. I forgot what I was saying there for a second. That was really weird. <laughs> uh, so, Richard Sanchez, thank you so much. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is – at
1: Best Friend Podcast.
0: Our Facebook is?
1: Facebook.com forward slash The Best Friend Show.
0: Our Twitter that we haven't updated in six years is?
1: YMBF Show. And I just posted something the other day, dude. yeah we you were in the hospital, so.
0: Well, and if you really like to go check out our website, which is still incomplete, uh, head over to?
1: I'm working on it.
0: Dot com
1: That's not it. It's it's life friendship dot com. Dot
0: com. Uh and of course you could always do uh head over to uh dollar in the jar dot com. Dollar in the jar.
1: <laughs> <No>.
0: jar. <laughs> jar. Alright. Uh <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ruben J. And
1: I'm Moxie Ann. And we... Are out of time. Are out
0: of time. And if you're available Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific time, head over to bandpodcast.com and join me and my friend Paris for a whole new podcast.
1: Is that, that's a podcast about bands, right? Goodbye. That was a good episode.
0: You're a good episode.
1: You're a good episode. The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness
0: doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Cause when you got the glow, that no stop what you want to do. Oh. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the, glow. Glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just 24 dollars a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo view. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitment. See club for details.